some other stuff, but uh, a little bit about frequency. And we were talking about looking at a dead tree uh, with the third eye, with that, with the single eye, and really not being able to see it come into life until you look at it uh, with that single eye, and then. Then it, it just amazing things happen out of that dead tree. You, the frequency within that changes. You start reading or seeing the frequency, and then and then time is mixed into this also. But I guess the question I have out of this, it, it just it just seems to me like, or it, it appeared to me that that this is exactly the same thing that that all of these uh, amazing healers that are out there are doing is that they're. They're looking at something, say you've got somebody that's got a, a, a physical ailment, and what they, to, to, to cure or, or repair or make whole that ailment, they, 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 they'll use that single eye to envision it whole, which is actually projecting a different frequency upon it. Am I on spot here? For sure. I mean, I can get a little bit deeper into, you know, how that, you know, the how that really works, especially with the tree because, or, you know, just with anything as you're moving through frequencies, because just for people to understand what happens when your centers are coming on, is that the chakra centers are actually powering themselves up, and they form a point in front of you when they connect together. It's like uh, all the colors, if they go out far, far enough, or inward enough, that's actually the correct direction, then they actually coalesce like Russian dolls into a certain point. And then at that point, all your eyes, because you still have more than the two eyes in your head, they become one. And then you're able to, and then while that's going on, you also hear this ringing in your ear. And it's a free, it's a frequency, and you hear it going up higher, 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 just like a frequency machine. It's so, it's so amazing how the frequency is frequency with them. And you hear the tone, you hear the tone of yourself going up in your ear. And then as you're watching everything, everything starts to come alive, like nature. And you basically begin to see everything that is moving, which is basically everything. But I, you know, we went very far into these studies, into these experiences. And we realized that part of this is because when we get into duality, when we get into fear, we become paralyzed. We basically are in a stone world after that. And things are that generally are moving become static according to how we're seeing them. Because what you're seeing is the divided version of what you believe it is. So even as you see it as a tree, that's not what it really is. On a major level, it's vast. Because it also has a higher self just like you do, per se. We all have that same higher self. That's what higher self means. And it's alive there and still functioning. The thing is, is we, we are, this is a very interesting thing that we do. We jump and catch, meaning that we send ourselves into lower frequencies to then reach ourselves again and birth a new one that knows all the steps of how to get there. And then that one then does the same thing. And, you know, it's just as strange as the whole bit. <laughs> that's strange like why would you don't even ask me I'm telling you it's going on because I can see it but why it's going on that's the wilderness that's the what when why where how the W's the zigzag the waves that's you know that's getting into that whole thing and experiencing these multiplicit realities 
right? And so that's why also the name of the Supreme Being, as I always mention during these shows, uh, is meant unmovable in the ancient language, meaning it wasn't a wave. It wasn't a zigzag, because even though I said earlier that it's like we're in a stone world, even rocks move. They just move slow. And if you don't think so, go watch a mountain for a billion years. It'll change shape. So it's everything is always moving, but based on its wave, based on its oscillation. So if we move into a higher oscillation, which I, I have and individuals I know have, the earth comes along. It's like an adventure. And I keep, I've been telling people about this for five years. I'm just basically, if anything's gotten better, it's my way of explaining to people the same thing that I've been talking about. But it's just about people are also, been, they've been hurt, Tom. So what happens is they don't trust very well. It's like it's like a, 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 a beautiful animal, right? And it's got no fangs, no poison. So this thing is constantly on the lookout for some kind of predator. You see? So even a person's spirit, and this is what you know I wanted to talk about, is that we need to understand that the reason why there's so much you know urgency around this is because you can also do damage to your soul force here. Don't damage your soul for these. I'm just saying that directly, meaning that still remember, you know, on the real scope of things, this is about your soul. And there's so many different levels of the incarnation, levels on these physical planes, and so many lessons that you can actually have to go through and learn before you realize that all is self. And don't scar yourself up. Woman, don't scar yourself up that way in this matrix because it's got some other stuff down there that's still grinding, that's not aware of itself even even more because because of how deep it's on the grind. And on top of that, we have a tendency to have to dive into those kind of places at some point and still pull those individuals out if we're talking about all, and we're all going to do it. So all the work will get done. It'll just be those who are equipped for doing the work. But again, make no mistake, like, there's a lot of different things that are going on here on this plane. So if you find yourself just in a position to be able to listen to the radio show, get on your internet, man, somebody's giving you a great gift because you don't have the, the real oppressor the one that's made of fire, breathing down your neck every single moment, dropping bombs and all sorts of weird stuff that's going on in your terror-based reality as you spiral down a vortex. Because if anybody, think about what we're talking about, and this is again maturity. If anyone's experiencing that, you trying to come with them about how they need to change their diet and maybe eat a few more goji berries, doesn't, doesn't compute. Because it's actually based on now the person's level of necessity of what they have to deal with. You see, so that's why what you're looking at also is, remember, some have climbed really high to that top of the pyramid, but still haven't met, went through the door. You see? And that's, of course, that's why they removed and put the capstone. They, <laughs> they show it all there. They, they even, to make sure you don't even get into the area of the top, they didn't took the top, put a rocket on the bottom, and flew it up in the air a little bit, right? It's like, where's the top? And we can't get there? Oh, no, no, there's a, the, the, ele- the space elevator's broke. <laughs> and this is how it comes out in the reality, in the physical, oh, the space elevator's broke. We, no, there's not a way yet, sorry, that humans can go from the surface all the way to the sun, and we know. But <laughs> that's what they're saying is, is that, oh, in your consciousness, there is a disconnection, and especially within the communication center of you being able to enter into the middle pillar of yourself, which is known as the jet, go all the way up, and then completely come out of the temple, you know, through the holiest of holies, which is the pituitary gland, and out the temple, in through the clouds, all the way past the permanent, blow past every single archon who's looking at you all crazy, 
as if they're judges on the threshold and they want to judge you. See, think about what happens as you're coming. If, if some people have the ability to even project themselves into in the collective uh, projection, which I was talking about before, when one of us left, we all could go down that same path. That's what I feel, felt like when I even came back six, six, seven years ago after the massive vibration. I felt like I pierced a hole beyond this veil. I just didn't know what all that meant until now. And that hole, that path, is still open and will always be open and can always be traveled down and it's a path straight to the source you see there's no eve angels no mashiachas no gurus no nobody that's really necessary to go in everything that's necessary will be brought about sequentially and then this is the other thing i want to tell people how this was created because we're holding a frequency when we put this collective this collective vision together which we've already done there's thousands of us now it makes a stream None of this stuff is even different than what they're creating in the digital world. It's just, it's the same thing. They plagiarized it, if anything, at best. But a stream <laughs> is when a collective conscious group of people start imagining what they would really like, using their imagination, their imagination of what they would really like things to be like. Now, guess what? If they don't know how to get there, it doesn't mean that those spaces can't be already inhabited. So sometimes I go to those spaces. There's like nobody. I mean, I went to one like it was about four or five months ago. I was like, man, how many people's in this world? And they let they said four, four <laughs> or five of us. And the world was huge. And because the frequency is so high here, it's very difficult for the beings from where you're at to even get here. Why? It's all simple. In this reality, we can get possessed by ourselves. We can get possessed by our own demons. So this gets into a little bit of the depthhood of this thing. What happens is, is that. When you, can, when you begin to engage in certain practices, you leave a signature just as sure as you playing a videotape of an actor that's acting his ass off, but he's dead now. You're seeing him just like he was, but that's what you see also in the astral plane. In certain space and spaces that certain things have been done that have left a strong signature or a spike. I can make a note here. When, you, when it leaves a large signature or a spike, that, that's when, um, oh man, from the time, bring it back to me one time of just what I was talking about because I had to make this, this note because I can't forget to tell everyone about the, the panorama, but go ahead. Uh, oh, God. Oh, my goodness. Now I got you too. Okay, well, so we'll just start on something else. But we were talking about the projection and the collective stream and how, you know, we're just oh, going. You, were, you, went, you went into that realm with just four people world with four people. Okay, yeah, we have we have blown past that though. We were still a little bit further past that. And then but we we got into a little bit about how the frequencies from the people that are here. Okay, so being possessed by yourself. You're talking about the pathway that the that's the door that's open is there. Um Exactly. What I'm, what I'm saying is how a person can be possessed by themselves. And this is what happens when when in a physical reality and there becomes so much desire in the desire body, meaning things that need to be fulfilled actions lots of passions these are spikes in the frequency what happens is and i'll just you know i'll get into this and this basically i call it the panorama okay and what the panorama is is that it's the same it's it's also very synonymous with the pantheism but in this case you're the god so what the pantheism is is the god in all stages meaning all the movements of the sun in the sky even when it's below the equator meaning it's traversing through the underworld okay so those different stages are known as the degrees okay so in the, what 
what happens when we leave the body, which, like if a person dies, let's say, they see this panorama of all the things that they've done in their life. It just looks just like one of those pictures that you take with the cell phone, and they got a new feature. You could just panorama. You, you hit start, and you move the cell phone over and over and over and over and over to the left or the right, and then you stop, and then when they process the picture, it's a big, huge picture, and it shows you the whole thing. So that's how life is, except the points that you really see the most, they have spikes in them. It's very similar to seeing a record and knowing where to start the song, and the old folkies know about that. You know, you look at the record, you see there's a certain kind of line, and you know that's where the song starts. So that's how our panoramic lifeline looks when we leave the body, and we're looking back down that chord of the frequency that we've been making during our progression through this portal. And so what happens is, is that now those points, which in many cases are times, maybe something happened basically uh, that spiked your frequency. So it could be very drastic things, very fearful things, very exciting things, anything's in those ranges. So what the adept really works towards is to actually experience their life not in these spikes. It doesn't mean that you're dull. It just means that you <laughs> overall react because you're, it's not like, so, okay, what it is is that what you're experiencing doesn't change your frequency. It's very easy. So you can be on a very high, balanced frequency, okay, and achieve this and still be enjoying being on a high, balanced frequency. Because some people think when I talk about, you know, not moving and all this kind of stuff that I'm talking about death, quite the contrary. What I'm attempting to explain to people here is that the lower worlds, and now I'm latching on to what I was talking about earlier, if the lower worlds are full of more confusion and more chaos and nobody even knows where they are, then please somebody turn this 180 degrees and tell me what the higher world would consist of. Opposite. So that means there that there's no being lost. There's no spiraling down. So you see, it's just being able to reverse engineer. And this becomes one of the most key components that you still need from the logical side of your brain while you may be, you know, getting waguru somewhere. It's you know, having that logical side of you that's able to, to get the framework right here, because this is the other thing. Man, even on the physical planes, the story of how we go into the higher frequency, because that's the direction we're headed in, so that we're leaving some kind of wake, can get a little bit more interesting, meaning we're going there. So let's make the story great. <laughs> so that way, when we get to where we're going, and we surely will, then what will be detailed there will be written in the stars for the people that still remain in duality to be affected by, because that's what we're still being affected by, is the energy of the stars. It pierces through porous objects. And, and it, will, it will send the next wave of this world as it's correcting its, its, uh, its uh, tilt. You see what I mean? So this is what we're talking about. And, and this is not a save the world campaign. It's very important for people to understand. and not load that program to save the world. Save yourself. In that, you've saved the world already. Trust me, if you ever get to a point where you've reached balance, you'll know what to do. But until then, just focus on that. As far as focusing on everyone else, that generally means judging everyone else. Like, and that's what you say. But you go in a chat room and there's always bickering and fighting. With you. And they're going to fight and bite each other all up because there's nothing to do. There's nowhere to go. Many people are trapped inside of their own consciousness and waiting to receive the great news. 
And so that's why this is nothing. We have six years in, you know, we're still barely making it to uh, uh, being uh, where Michael Tassarian is as far as people knowing about us. And this is not the first or second year. This is six years of, you know, at least I felt that way. Each conversation and other people exclaim the same thing. You know, except for maybe a few off days out of hundreds of conversations, we're always packed with the knowledge of the procession of how we got to this point. So this is not just something somebody immediately comes and talks about at all. This is, it has to go through deep contemplation and deep levels of experience in order to be able to authenticate. This is exactly what's going on. But back to the chase. The possession of the self is basically when you basically live in these crazy lavish realities where there's too many spikes, too much spikes going on. And to the point where you develop what's called a sin body. And it's it basically a moon body. Because sin is the name for moon. So basically all the things that you really deal with uh, in that frequency range and all the things you conduct, what you may conduct yourself in doing, gets hardened into an actual substance that other particles begin to collect around. So this is, this is the origins of what people call spirits, seeing the difference between spirits and souls. Spirits are basically large energetic signatures that cosmic dust that began to attract to and accumulate on in order to create something sentient. You follow me? Because right. even if you look at what a human being is, we kind of got that story. We're like these ships moving really slow. A lot of stuff is accumulated on us, mainly ether, because ether to light is like a, a snail. Okay, ether is actually very slow. It's like a gas, even though it, ether is like fast to us because we're flesh now. Ether has accumulated on our sh on our uh, on, on the on the idea of us, <laughs> but basically the soul's projection and shadow of who we are, you see, has attracted other things in order to uh, be able to get to a level to accumulate a level of sentience. Basically, a large walking microbe, in a certain tense, is what this level of sentience is. And the reason is, because some people say, well, that's, that sounds like some kind of globular monster or something. You want to tell, what are you talking about? Well, according to the frequency, that's basically what it is. Because right. the, the other frequencies that are moving at warp speed, like the, the geometry starts tightening up. Like everyone basically gets a workout. <laughs> In. Everyone's got abs up there. No, but serious, it's like high spin, you're burning off all excesses. And so that's why there's no, oh, let's take this one, let's take, man, you're going to leave that there. We don't buy anything that's big because we're subject to get a body here, leaving all that stuff behind. We're not leaving no signatures, there'll be no trails. There's nothing really for me to anchor myself to there. And that's, that's really when you're ready to, it's like when the captain comes in the ship and says, okay, everybody, we're about to take this one out of here. That's your right and left, meaning that that's something that as a, as a sovereign on your ship, not with pirates on your ship, because <laughs> that's why they use the symbol of pirates, because if they get on board with that black flag making you believe that there's a death, now you got mutiny on board, <laughs> and you're subject to walk the plane, be lost in the abyss without your ship, dealing with Kathan, which is basically some large cephalopoles that have even gotten themselves deeper into trouble. <laughs> Yo, how long have y'all been here? <laughs> like, people need to understand what we're really talking about here with Demerge and all these kind of things. They act like these are the homies, man. Come on, 
Like, what are you even talking about? Like, let's aspire for greater things. And that's why, you know, this is the genesis of, of mental, physical, and spiritual expansion is what we're really getting into here. And, you know, and this stuff is, it's, like I said, it's moving at light speed. I suggest people don't get in the way. It may sheen uh, through things. You know, you just, you just hear that sheen. Like, yo, what happened to it? He got in the way of light speed. Ooh. You know, he'll be all right later on. But serious, it's like you, you receive the message. It's very clear to us. If it's this clear, we make a run for it now. <laughs> you see, like some people are like, well, yes, and philosophize more. Oh, no, 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 no. Actually, you need to be at a meeting tonight after lockdown. <laughs> because, you know, if you can see it getting to this level, someone has to open up the envelope. Like, I, why would I sit here and watch these people suffer? We're talking about a spiritual thing. You see what I mean? It's like, if you can open up the way, by all means, make no, make no delay. And what we've uncovered, again, is shown beyond the shadow of a doubt that there is something more massive that we can achieve. This is not something to... to see, the, the issue with the church is it's so fictitious. See, people don't get it. Like, even if you, if I was going to subscribe to your Jesus thing, and I was going to subscribe to all that, I subscribed to it before. But what made me click the unsubscribe button is it's so fictitious that you start getting this idea that maybe spirituality is not real unless you you were striving to be something like a prophet. Okay, not even a pastor, but a prophet. Because if you were genuinely doing something like that, you would have been led down the path of Ezekiel. And then you would have eventually made your way to Enoch. And then you would have eventually seen that the reason why these men were in touch with, or if this is a metaphor, were in touch with something, is because they knew certain words. It's just as simple as that. I, you know, people, they blow right by it, but they don't understand words or worlds. These men had words that would catch you up like a chariot. They used to ride on the back of this word. And they were saying, well, what is this? It's basically a composite of the nature forces formed in a way in which it becomes your vehicle. They call that a body. You see? Hello everybody and welcome to your sweetest You mean it, you tweet it, you mean it, you tweet it, you mean it So don't try to get out of it Hello everybody and welcome to episode 73 follower 
Episode 73 follower, this is you tweeted, you meaned it. I am your host, Lord Byron, also known as Byron Broussard, aka Black Rocker on Twitter, and Lord Black Rocker on Instagram, also known as Byron Broussard. I'm not just me.com. That's the website. Uh, this episode began with. Uh, buzz from my phone. Now this episode began with a YouTube video that I was listening to. I am an hour 36 minutes into it. It is called The Return of the Star Maker Seven Bomar on the 100th Monkey Radio. 12-1-14 That's from December 1st, uh, 2014 And that's what we opened with Some amazing shit This, uh That's not all of my Correspondence Truth School entails But that is most of Truth School learning the logical metaphysics behind how shit works even like beyond death and like I've explained it quite a few times on my own personal little path or whatnot where I'm like oh yeah I decided to learn the most dangerous information which I thought was occultism and magic and then, you know, I learned about occult racism. So I learned about black people. That was within the two years. Then I stopped believing in truth. Because I was like, this shit doesn't make sense, honestly. Like, we are everything. We are the creator. We are whatever we can conceptualize. But there's racism like racism isn't a thing that solves itself or some shit like how does racism translate into like being a magician and shit if all is self you know like what the fuck is up with this shit so truth can't exist because the world doesn't make sense to without potential so I spent like a whole year not believing in truth Maybe two years. I don't know. I kind of stopped believing in truth a while ago. Till I found truth. Which is the step beyond that there is no truth. Because I say it's the step beyond there is no truth. Because everything that I believed in. Which I believed in everything. When I didn't believe in truth. Because it's the polarity. You don't believe in anything. Then you believe in everything. So, like, there was a step beyond everything, which was the Seven Bomar information. And that shit worked for me to learn truth and shit. Like, if this nigga's got it that down packed, like, it's that clear, then you can learn some shit from that shit. That conversation in that 
let's explain around the conversation. That conversation happened, uh, it was like 20 minutes, 22 minutes of a radio show that was in its second hour. So he had talked an hour previously about some shit. He, well, he pretty much explained some ground rules. He was like, don't be thinking that I'm not <laughs> doing what I'm talking about. Because I'll explain exactly how I'm doing what I'm talking about. So he did that for the first hour. Talked about non-judgment. And then the second one, like, god damn. Just 22 minutes of the second hour is what we heard. And he fucking explained life and death. And like eidolons and being in a shell. What to do like. There was one point where I thought I was going to hear my like. What was it? Agenda. Because like. I was like oh shit he's getting really close to being like if you're at this point. Like you'd want to be doing this this or this. But then, like, a few seconds later, I was like, oh, shit, I'm not at that point. I'm in a shell, a Saturnalian, like, cube at this moment. Like, with everything I know, everything I can understand, still having yet to break the shell. But, you know, that's one of the Alcohol Anonymous things. You know, the first step is admitting where you are. That's also, like, just good advice, no matter what. Like, if you you want an honest representation of your location, if you're going to move. Like, if you're, <laughs> if you're traveling to X, as we said in previous episodes, if your destination is X, you're going to want to be in a spot where you think you are. You know, you're not going to want to change your location as more as you change X's location. Get a sure footing before you start moving towards your destination. Especially if, like, you're going somewhere far that's been traveled a lot. And, like, you think you're close and you start from there. And, like, that's just, like, a... That's your fiction representation of where you are. You start from that place instead of your literal location. Which is way further from the point you're trying to get to. Then you'll start to reach the problems that face <laughs> the, uh, the upper parts. Or you'll start to face the problems that face your literal parts. Either way, you'll be unprepared. Because you're not where you think you are. You weren't where you thought you were. Is a better reference point for that. What I was mumbling about is. Sometimes I think I'm in like this amazing. Peak potential point. I mean even while knowing I don't have an agenda yet. And I'm not, like, acting on a specific agenda. Like, I still am, like, 
god damn like you are superstar super superstar blazing this shit you were doing the most amazing shit ever and like that's cool and all to think but it's also like the duality of it comes and greets me most of the time with like a soft handshake and a, a sit down it's like here sit you're gonna want to sit down uh, you remember how you were the greatest and everything look at what you're not doing though <laughs> you're gonna want to sit down for this here you know we want some tea while we go over your you know everything that you've not done everything that's still wrong so apparently I'm still in that little judgment area trying to get out of judgment uh, I wanted to talk about oh fuck I gotta pee I'm gonna say before I put anything on and go pee that I do not feel bad for I do not feel bad for playing that much of someone else's radio show on my podcast. Maybe iTunes will feel bad for it, but I doubt it because it's on YouTube and not iTunes. They're not going to give me any copyright bullshit. I doubt Seven Bomar would give me any copyright bullshit. That was the 100th Monkey Radio, by the way. We're going to get that plug back in there. Seven, Seven Bomar. trying to type some shit into YouTube it's harder than you think typing shit in YouTube I do not feel bad for playing that video I do feel bad for this YouTube ad Oh, 
Artifacts Perio. Let's see what the name of that song was. I've got a lock screen on my phone now. That song is First Do No Harm. I got a goddamn lock screen on my phone, you guys. It's a lock screen. Isn't that cool? It stops me from opening my phone quickly. Because you got to use the right hand, not the right hand, but the right hand to open it. We've got the Fate Foretold deck with us. This is episode 73 followers. Followers, followers. We flipped Cancer the Crab. It's a soul card constellation. At the beginning of each player's turn, before they draw, they discard a card from their hand if they have more than three cards in their hand. Caretakers and nurturing spirits, once you can earn a place in their world. At the beginning of each player's turn, before they draw, they discard a card. Okay, so this is like one of those, if it's on the playing field, then you, each thing you have to discard a card. That's pretty cool. I mean, Cancer, it's like one of the seven, seven, <laughs> one of the 12 uh, Zodiac thingamajiggies. 13 if you're nasty. Um, we got some tweets. This is episode 73. That shit was cool. Other than Still, still in a show. Will you ever be in a show? And like, what else was they talking about? That whole conversation was like, freaking amazement. Amazement, fluid, scientifically sound, and wholesome. Wholesome and scientifically sound conversation. And that's insane. So, we got tweets. Let's see where we are on the tweets. February 8th. And we got to get to all the way to March 12th. Can we do it? February 8th to March 12th. 
do you got it in you? I'm going to split them up again. It's going to be, well, depending on how many there are, it's going to be probably a bitch to edit, edit, edit. Gonna be a queen to edit. You guys ever read tweets? What is it? Stand up? Undocumented, unrecorded stand up has been different. Past two sets, I decided to leave the notebook in my vehicle and go on without them, without them, without the notebook. And I didn't have bad sets. I thought I would have new jokes. I mean, I had one, one or two new bits, more of just the uh, getting the energy back on not having the notebook. Also, there are like three new notebook bits Actually, there's more than three. This is like the blue pen era. I switched to a blue pen because the black pen ran out of ink, as ink pens do. That's about it on undocumented, unrecorded standout. See me live and shit. So these are gonna suck to edit, of course. This will probably come out Thursday, even though I'm recording it Monday night. 11.30 at night. Monday night. 11.30 at night. Monday night. That was a weak clap. Can I pretend that didn't happen? Alright. not satisfied with that clap either. We're breaking the integrity of this shit. We're gonna get a good clap and then we're gonna use some tweets. Stop wasting time. Fuck that one sucked. I gotta stop clapping though. Fuck. <laughs> Stupid. I should just use those marks. And like rearrange them or something. We're supposed to be editing anyway, right? This is the edited material area. We're fucking up claps. How do you fuck up a clap? Come on. 230 on the word count today. Another few paragraphs. I've come to the decision to end the story differently now that I know Billy will be transported to an adult wonderland. I'm also not sure if people in adult wonderland should talk or not, but I guess it would be somewhat of a giveaway if no one talked that he ain't on earth. I'm curious about what kind of dream shenanigans I'll get into tonight. Podcast to tomorrow. I hope it's fulfilling. I know the tweets will be wild and sort of embarrassing. Although I have yet to hear it again myself, I know this episode is one of my favorite episodes. You gotta hear this shit, nigga. Episode 69.
Word count at 462 so far. I hope to pass a thousand today. The number of followers I have is shrinking. This is sad. I tried liking tweets, but it's not fun. I don't like reading my timeline. I forgot I can make a list. So new strategy to get followers is to make a list of tweeple that I'd read tweets from and then check that list to find likable tweets instead of reading my real timeline. Solving my problem is fun. Now, the question of when I'd go out of my way to make that list. And would I really use it? I guess those depend on how bad I want that K behind my number. I got like 3,000 followers to go before I get that K. And I could make different lists. Stuff I'd like because I like that kind of stuff. And also, stuff I'd like to be seen by that Twitter followers. AKA verified people. I just like the Sarah Silverman tweet. It was number 57. It was only a minute old. Fuck, this is hard. Niggas got my same strategy. They couldn't have possibly read the whole tweet before clicking the heart. It had big words in it and a link. I was just number 240 liking a Miley Cyrus tweet. That tweet was just pictures. Suggestive and fashionable pictures. So I understand 240 people liking it in under 40 seconds. This shit is insane. I wish a personality like mine was in the limelight so I could see who likes tweets that have the word nigger in it in under a minute. That would be a fun group of people and also a fun game to play. Like, ooh, gotta like this tweet. Oh, never mind, not this one. Took a break from writing. Now I'm gonna go see if there are any new tweets to like before a thousand other people like it. Today I Facebook shared one of the first episodes that you tweeted you mean it. It was episode five. I feel like I should listen to what the podcast was like four years ago. Maybe I'll take into account if it was better or worse and improve on the current podcast. A friend asked to be on the podcast. I don't know if I should wait until I'm done with my current format. I say, but that's a lie. Honestly, I have to wait until I'm done with my format. Otherwise, we'll both just be witness to past events. No time to chat. I got to recap. New episode. I have to play a 30-minute set of stand-up and then nine other recorded sets. It's not the guest type of episode. Then I have to go through all my December tweets. Holy shit, it's going to be a long one. So guests are coming back to the podcast in like two episodes. I don't think the person who asked to be on the podcast has Twitter. I'm a horrible host to guests. Uh, I'll just let them talk and agree politely. But maybe now that I believe in truth, it'll be different. Oh wait, we'll talk about stand-up. I'm not recording stand-up, so I could talk about it freely without talking about something the podcast will be witness to. Also, I'd love to talk about comedians on Twitter. Look at me preparing topics and stuff. How cute. My main question to everyone is how do you not use Twitter as a black hole of recorded information like I do? Like you can totally yell into the void and also have a recording of everything you yelled into the void. It's beautiful. I can't imagine typing just jokes here. I just got number 14 on a W. Kamau Bell tweet. It was two minutes old, but I feel like eventually people will like it and it'll get to that thousand. I get it. He's not half-naked Miley Cyrus. I'm not saying that he is. I took a break from writing and I feel like something more than just tweets should go between this. In other words, I feel like I need to do something before I can get back to writing. Smoke break, that would be nice. Maybe I should go do chores and come back. Yeah, that's it. So new word count is in order. Then I'll smoke and clean and then I'll be back to tweet and write more. Hashtag behind the scenes book on a book. I'm at 787 words today. Creeping on that thousand. I'll be back to finish the score. 
I didn't reach that thousand last night. Today's word count so far is 271. The whole book is almost 30,000 words so far. I just opened the door to a whole new realm of possibilities, which is fun to document because currently they are standing at a door. Also, go buy my book. It's Black History Month, and this is some history for your black ass. It's Black History Month. Buy my book so I can spend my time writing my next one. It's the story of all the self written in second person, nigga. Your dirty nigger soul on Amazon. So yeah, I'm about to have some of the characters' self-reflections meet each other. I don't know exactly what direction I want to take it yet, which is why I've only written 271 words so far. I kind of have an idea of what's going to happen, but not sure yet. Oh shit, nigga, I should go watch Inception again, because that's exactly what I could make this chapter. Speaking of, I need to make this new chapter, nigga. I'm not good at splitting these chapters, but I see it now, and Inception would be great to put into this story. Usurp your ass, bitch. I'm not going to make Inception a part of my book, but the idea of going into someone's psyche who may not be all that well put together could be dangerous for our heroes and heroines. I gotta run a few situations through the simulator before I settle on what I'm going to write. I realized the best case scenario is that the two parties meet at the door that separates their worlds. Worst case scenario being the heroes gotta cross into the other realm and get lost. But I don't see Billy ever getting lost for long, so instead of lost, they just can't find the owner. Middle ground being that their owner meets them at the door, crosses into the hero's realm and gets stuck. That would be some shit I would have fun writing myself out of. Was just number 9 liking a 30 second old tweet from Super Deluxe. I retweeted it too, cause it was actually a good tweet. Number 3 on the retweet list. SMH, these niggas quick as fuck. Retweet of Super Deluxe. If I buy a bottle of kombucha for $7, I better never die. Ooh, that was a good clap. I'm satisfied with that clap. Unlike those other claps, those other claps are unsatisfactory. <laughs> you ever be satisfied in your claps? Unsatisfactory claps. Um, scrolling through tweets, seeing episode 69 is apparently a good episode. You gotta hear. Um, I figured out how to how to gain more followers, but I have not put that into practice, which maybe I should because my followers are going lower and lower each day. It's fucking ridiculous. I'm at like 930-something. I used to be at 950 like a year ago. It was like a, for a whole year, I've just gone down like 20 followers. It's supposed to be progression. I've still been tweeting. God damn it. Anyway. Can make a list of shit to like. And there was the Miley Cyrus tweet that got 240 likes in a matter of 40 seconds. 40 seconds and 240 likes. Like, that is intense. What else happened? A friend asked to be on the podcast. This is, like, two episodes after that experience. And I'm still reading tweets. I knew I was going to be finished with stand-up. That's what it is. I knew I wasn't going to have any more stand-up to do, but I knew... Also, I did not know that. <laughs> Whatever. 
So I thought I was be able to have guests before I got caught up completely because I thought like finishing stand up recorded stand up would be like, oh yeah, I'm caught up. That didn't happen. But I mean it's not like I said that I'd have a guest on in two episodes at a time where you knew that I said I'd have a guest on in two episodes. Like if I said I'll have a guest on in two episodes today, which is what happened, it happened today, then like maybe I will have a guest on in two episodes. But maybe it'll be next episode, which is like three episodes from when I said I'd have a guest on two episodes. And we probably will talk about stand-up. I talked about Twitter being a black hole void. I think I retweeted that one to Facebook. My main question to everyone is how do you not use Twitter as a black hole of recorded information like I do? You can literally yell into the void and have a recording of everything you yelled into the void. It's beautiful. Again, imagine just typing jokes here. That was the tweet. I reread it just now. I don't know why. But it happened. Uh, flip a card yes we hit the musician a soul card human whenever one or more cards is buried redo (laughs) I'm so used to saying redo (laughs) whenever one or more cards are buried if no other cards have been buried at this turn Put the top card of the nest into a player's field at random. This does not count as playing that card. What the fuck does that even mean? Whenever one or more cards are buried. If no other cards have been buried this turn. Put the top card of the nest onto a player's field at random. see there's a the beginning part of this I don't see how that makes sense whenever one or more cards are buried if no other cards have been buried this turn The gist of, I guess, this is a weird stipulation of when you can play this card, but when you do, you also get to flip the top card of the deck and put it on a different player's field. Which seems very weird. <laughs> like you're supposed to have like two different matching things or whatnot. I don't know. That was a musician, it was very confusing. It was a dude, he had like a mandolin, I guess. One of those weird cello looking motherfuckers. (laughs) He looked like a rock star with a mandolin cello. And uh, really I was just gonna let that transfer into 
our first commercial. This is the first commercial. and shit just gotta get your hands on that book there that was a commercial this is you tweeted you mean it episode 73 followers we're gonna get back into the tweets I'm sorry if that was extra loud uh, hopefully this clap will be extra loud because I will only do it once even if it's a fluke clap we still see the spikes even if my hands don't even make the spike. The force I go. The force. 
Today's word count is 727. I started to create the new space and it continued to manifest and grow in front of me. I did so by releasing the pressure to do something extreme. I was like, this is the first time it's happening, but that doesn't mean only. Lay the base here. I've even got an idea about what type of place I can take this. Billy gon' talk to Rick by connecting their two darknesses of self-reflection. Rick's darkness of self-reflection is going to be the extreme version, the baseline of connecting darkness of self-reflection. It's chill. I say chill because I ran out of space. But the baseline for the first time it's introduced that it's possible is going well. Billy is talking to an equal so he can show off deductive reasoning skills and they both don't cross over into each other's darknesses of self-reflection. They smart. Oh shit nigga, we about to inadvertently start the slave trade nigga. I thought about what happens if Jessica runs out of Billy's darkness of self-reflection and into Rick's. Then the door closes. Would she be inside of Billy or Rick? Then realize they can transfer souls. Rick is quickly becoming a villain in the scenario. But this book has got to end at some point, right? Hashtag the day Billy fell off the cliff. Hashtag behind the scenes book on a book. Dude, there's a school shooting going down on the live video on Twitter. Hashtag Florida High School. Buy my book so I can spend my time writing my next one. It's the story of all this self written in second person. Hashtag live. Hashtag Florida shooting. Hashtag Amazon. Hashtag yo. Your dirty nigger soul on Amazon. LOL, I actually want to write more, but time is going on and on, and the later it feels, the more I feel like I'm neglecting other things by doing my version of work, which is to tweet and write books. The tweets are the book, and the tweets are also used for work, podcast style. I gotta defend myself against psychic attacks like I'm a fucking karate bully, going around smacking masters and taking over dojos. That's not me, goddammit. I'm Tawas they tea, nigga. I'm sipping gasoline, nigga. I'm as still as a tree, nigga. I play in the breeze, nigga, please. I'm writing a goddamn book in ear. So what up? Look out. I'm writing a book in here. Fuck doing anything else. I'm typing on a keyboard and it'll mean something one day. If it's not nothing, it's something. Ooh nigga, I got the second like on a David Allen Greer tweet. I had the first, but then I clicked too many times because the internet was slow. It was like 24 seconds old. Winning. The new word count is 905. School shooting, live video box is still in play, but it's buffering and not playing. I'm at a nice stopping point in the story. They're trading information through connecting their self-reflections. Check out my latest podcast on Podbeam, episode 70. Check out my latest podcast on Podbeam, episode 71. When you're dead and gone, your works will speak for themselves, or your works will be as silent as you are dead. I am in the business of making my work speak. Up, 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 up. Wow, this is how you do the linked tweets in a window where they are all in line and you're adding without scrolling. Apparently, the little plus sign next to the tweet is an add tweet button and it strings them all together without having to post them first. But at this point, I've typed out four separate tweets that have yet to be posted. They will post at the same time and that's how the cool people make their threads. It all makes sense now. In this episode, I explain the day Billy fell off the cliff and a bit of behind-the-scenes book on a book. Episode 72, you tweeted you mean. It's been a while, Twitter. The numbers aren't looking good. I've not written in as long as I have not tweeted. And this break was a real one. Things are things, and it's been a while. And now we can continue with life, or whatever. Someone tell niggas to follow me. Holy shit, nigga. Guess what, we're caught up? Guess what, we're caught up?
that is the last tweet those last tweets were five hours ago also the liked video of Seven Bomar actually this one says did deprogrammer Seven Bomar on the hundredth monkey radio no this is the deprogrammer Seven Bomar on OP think radio understanding immortality with guest Seven Bomar on CC radio is the next one elemental Seven Bomar on Gnosis Cardia Radio. Listening to a shitload of seven. But that's my truth shit, you know. I just got a liked tweet. Somebody liked the seven Bomar tweet. That's my latest one. Return of the Star Maker, Seven Bomar on the 100th Monkey Radio. That's the one I was listening to in the beginning of this. Liked by the December. Oh, let's see. Uh, it's <laughs> you know those people that you know the names of? God damn it, he's got 2,956 followers. I said that wrong. 2,958. It's like, holy shit. Although he's got important shit he's doing. He known as Bobby. Also known as Michelle Poole's husband. Also known as Cool White Dude. At Psych. Cyclist. Yeah, that's a really cool spelling of cyclist. Took me like three seconds to understand what it is. At PSYCHOLYST. If you want to follow him. And to his 2,000 followers. God damn. <laughs> Got a shitload of followers. And about as many tweets as I do. Which is cool. You just like the Seven Bomar thingamajig that I liked. That would be cool if he was listening to Seven Bomar. That shit was deep. You heard it. You heard 20 minutes of it. Alright, so how long have we been doing this? An hour 13, which of course is going to be an hour 9. I'm going to say you're at an hour 9, even though that's very hefty. Like, like I'm really going to carve 3 minutes out of this shit. Or like, you know, who knows. But I was really close last time. I listened to the last episode and I was like, like, five minutes off or some shit. I was like, y'all are probably at two something. So all we have left is spiritual warfare, 
and a commercial. So, without further ado. Yeah, this is the commercial, baby. You're in it right now. You hear it? You hope it's not too choppy. That's just how it's recorded. No offense against you or your eardrums. I wish I could rhyme in some type of conundrum. Conundrum's a cool word, and maybe if I just say the words that I said earlier, then that would rhyme. Also, maybe if I just say the words that I said earlier, then that would flow. Also, if I said the words that I said earlier, maybe I wouldn't have to think about what I'm saying currently. I just shoved the word conundrum back in there. This is a conundrum that I'm doing this. I'm saying the words that I said before, and I'm just continuing to say the same words, but I'm putting them in a different order, kind of, not really a different order, more like a different context, like the context of conundrums. Conundrum context, the context of conundrums is not fun, son. That's the only thing that you could say there. I've been the same words that you said before. Like some type of sum, some type of sum, some type of addition plus or one minus two under zero under all under earth. We got a ball. Sometimes this earth is a ball and sometimes we're under it and sometimes we see the sun in the sky and that's legit but it's still some type of conundrum and I'm still on the same type of words that I said before but now it's some type of different kind of words. Still some type of sun and shit. Still some type of conundrum or shit. Still something that we shouldn't be saying is legit, but legit is a word that sneaks into everything. Saying the same word, saying the same word, saying the same time. Times and times are different. Times are different than the normal days, but the normal days at the times are the different ones. When the time is the same, then that was just like a weird time. <laughs> it was more like a conundrum than anything, I guess we could say. You know, these words that we make, these words that we choose to say, sometimes don't seem to work out the way that we want to. I wish I could somehow spit that word into work out that way instead of saying work out the way that. Work out that way instead of saying work that out way. Far, too far to catch back with the sentence that I time-lapsed time lapse on this conundrum of shit the context of the conundrum is that this is legit you already know that this is a commercial this is you tweeted you mean it and it's Herschel 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 would have been a word that I could put it there but it didn't and now I kind of feel bad about it so this is you tweeted you mean it and this is legit and this is Herschel god damn it what word did I rhyme with Herschel before that somehow I'd skip the sentence again Skip the sentence again is not the word that I wanted to say. Somehow it skipped out of the sentence entirely and it's gone away. And that rhymed, and I'm pretty proud of it, but you know, still not. Still not considered, still not consumed, still not satisfied. That's the word to say right there. That was a commercial. This is You Tweeted, You Meaned It, and we are going to get into what is known as spiritual warfare have you heard of this game cool cuz I'm gonna explain it spiritual warfare also known as tarot card battle that is what this game is you're gonna you're gonna you get to 
that's the seven Bomar thing. You have to and you get to. Those are distinguishable terms, but they both relatively mean the same thing. Depending on your sense of urgency and your frequency. Anyway, the game is you take a tarot deck or you take a deck of cards that's based off the tarot deck but meant to be a tabletop game like I have, Fate Foretold. Or you get a real tarot deck. It works better with a real tarot deck. Actually, it works better with the Fate Foretold deck, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Anyway, you get a deck and you're gonna you get to spiritual warfare, tarot card battle, each player flips a card, whoever's card scores the best in the player's mind wins the other player's soul. There we go. That's the description. And the baseline on how to win is if you think you win, then you win. Okay? So you flip a card with a low number and I flip a card with a high number. But if you think you can maneuver your low number and whatever your card means or whatever your ideas come up with, if you can maneuver them into a win, then you win. Over my win. You have to overcome my win to win. Because I am the recorded win. I mean, sometimes it's the recorded lose, but I am the recorded win. So, like, I'll be devising a plan, and the plan is recorded, and it's stationary. But you, on the other hand, the unrecorded win, have to devise a plan on not letting me win. Even though I sound confident in this recording that I won your soul, you have to overcome the stationary conflict that is my win. And this is possible, uh, believe you me, I'm not just me.com. I've played you spiritual warfare with myself and the person who was in the f it's hard to separate yourself into different persons. It's like the most present version of myself, one. But that doesn't specify exactly which self it was that I'm talking about. When I listened to the podcast and played along with the podcast, I won. The me who was playing along to the podcast won. Not the me in the podcast Meaning I beat myself, no matter the stationary win. And if I can beat myself, you can beat anybody. <laughs> that would be a crazy, like, karate teacher's teaching saying thing. If I can beat myself, you can beat anybody. <laughs> and then he's like in the mirror beating himself up. You can do it! <laughs> what do they call their disciples or whatnot? Karate people call their students. You could do it, student. Student. What's the Japanese word for student? I don't remember. I should know this. I know senpai. Anyway. You do you mean? Oh, not you do you mean? 
Spiritual Warfare, you can't throw a card paddle. We're gonna flip a card, much like the old classic battle game. You flip a card, whoever wins, wins. But in that game, numbers and logic decide. This game, imagination, is the main factor. Logic aside. Let's go. One, two, three, we're playing Spiritual Warfare, throw a card battle, we flip. I flip Libra, the Justicar. Just... Justicar? Whatever that word says. It's a Libra card. It's the heart card, it's constellation. And the card says, Whenever one or more cards on your field are chosen and buried by the effect of another player's card, the first time each turn you may choose and bury a card on that player's field. So this is like the Justice card. That's why it says Justicar. So, if ever somebody harms you for each turn with this card, you get to take another swipe at them. Like, each turn, taking another swipe. So, what that means, for me, is if you think that you're winning a little bit, then I come back and take a swipe. But somehow my numbers of swipe are going to outweigh your numbers of win. And I'll overbalance the scale. Or the scale will never be in your favor. Because of tic-tac-toe rules, turn-based. Somehow I began with a an advantage of that card. So no matter the turns, I win at the end. And that is how you play Spiritual Warfare. That was the first flip. We're going to do two more. Hopefully you can beat that. If not, you know, just work on your game. You know what I'm saying? Get your imagination up. Get your imagination chest up. Do some imagine push-ups. Imagination ups. Imagination ups. Imagination up push-up. See if you can imagine a better combination of the word imagination and push-ups. Then you have been doing your imagine ups. And you are imagine up to date. <laughs> Alright, one, two, three. <laughs> I flip the radiant. It's another heart card. This one's a spirit. When you play the radiant, you may discard any number of body cards from your hand. Draw two cards from each card you discard this way. Draw two cards for each card you discard this way. Look away. Those unbound from the physical heed not our limitations. That's pretty cool. So in this one, you can discard body cards and get like two more points for them. Two more cards for each body card. Meaning like a magnetizing double. So with this card, I'd like to magnetize double wins. <laughs> uh, let's see what I'd do. I'd give you... What is the trade-off for the win? Like physical labor or some shit? I don't know. Whatever next deal you make. <laughs> Whatever next deal you make, apparently my shit is snuck in there. With my double returns that's flimsy logic flimsy imagination 
but strong enough to work on the flimsy. You know what I'm saying? You flimsy peoples out there. This is Spiritual Warfare, aka Tarot Card Battle. We're gonna do our last flip. Gonna shuffle my deck a little bit. Alright, one, two, three, we flips. I get the resurrection. Oh, soul card. When you play the resurrection, put the bottom cards of the nest onto your field. This does not count as playing that card. Some live so well they deserve an encore. Okay, so what this card does, it takes the card from the bottom and puts it on your field. The bottom of the deck, so like the last card that got thrown away. The Resurrection, uh, what can I do with the Resurrection to win your soul? I give you the Resurrection in turn for your soul so you can bring something back for the price of your soul. And that's, that's a tempting bargain, ain't it? You take it. You take it and you take it. <laughs> you take, I take. You think I take? <laughs> it's my Seinfeld uh, taking uh, resurrection bargain. You take, I take. Uh, so yeah, this is the end of the episode. Um, not gonna be that much to edit, and that's pretty amazing probably gonna eat some shit smoke a cigarette feel cool you ever feel cool tomorrow is not gonna be tomorrow for you so this is a weird plug this is more of a plug for self bar redux two year anniversary also Kyle Smith's birthday yeah, we plugging it. It's documented. Kyle Smith's birthday tomorrow. Bar Redux, two year anniversary of the Spontaneous Show. Young Funny doing their shit. Comedy open mic every fucking Tuesday for two years. Although it wasn't like every Tuesday for two years, but it's pretty consistently every Tuesday for two years. Pretty consistent. And it's an accomplishment to have a mic for two years. I mean, I recently witnessed a mic have a 10-year anniversary. Uh, it's Carrollton Station, I guess. I might as well mention it and, and hide it in shadow or some shit. Uh, I heard whispers of a mic that was running for 10 years. Oh, the Hennehan brothers doing their shit. 10 years pretty fucking legit um, two years is pretty cool too and oh shit I took ayahuasca nigga I kind of wanted to talk about some shit but like I need reference points Maybe I'm going to talk about it on 
stand up. When I start recording stand up, I can record stand up. Oh shit, nigga. <laughs> Maybe I'll talk about it tomorrow at Bar Redux. And I'll record it, and you'll hear it next episode talking about some ayahuasca shit. That way, I can have some reference points to latch onto, and then I could talk about it next episode. Maybe possibly with the guests here. I doubt it. Maybe though. We'll see. We'll tweet some shit. We'll tweet some new shit. Maybe tweet about the I. Oh shit, nigga, making more reference points. Now we could put out a web of shit. Fucking avenues opened up after this. Isn't this, isn't this one of those uh, moments? Uh, uh, yes. So many possibilities. I didn't record this. Like, oh shit, that was a nice spike. I didn't record this in a while. And it gave me quite a good break. I kind of want to mention the dates that the other episodes came out. I could do that from Podbeam and not Twitter. That's so much easier, Edie. Uh, you see, like, the dates I published it. Duh. So, episode 69 was February 10th. Episode 70 was February 21st. Episode 71 was February 27th. Episode 72 is March 3rd. And those were like week after week that I was doing those. It is now the 13th. Although March 3rd and 13th is, what was that, like 10 days? So I guess it wasn't like too long. It's still over 7 days. I don't know. Which one was the... Maybe the 27th to the 3rd is what I'm thinking? Oh, what it is is I haven't written anything since like February 20-something. 20, 20 that's the main thing with the time the podcast has been pretty consistent there's been no word count all of March so maybe that will change get a nice word count going back again uh I advise re-listening to the 20 minutes in the beginning. Um, I advise listening to a whole bunch of shit. I advise going on the spiritual journey. The path inward and upward. It's a long journey for some. For others, it's not a long journey depending on your urgency. And how much you think you need to to know how much you think you need to know to do what you think you need to do this has been <laughs> you tweeted you mean it 
uh, follow me on Twitter and shit. I'm your host, uh, oh wait, this has been You Tweeted You Mean It, episode 73, followers. I am your host, Byron Broussard, also known as Black Rocker on Twitter, and aka Lord Black Rocker on Instagram. I'm not just me.com. Follow the Twitter, that's the Black Rocker one. You can get a you can get a map pretty much of everything I've well I mean like what I'm attempting to say is that shit that's not covered here is usually the the YouTube videos that I like and I like a shitload of YouTube videos it's like a and each time I like one it goes to Twitter so there's like a breadcrumb of like the spiritual path that I'm on if you follow me, you get a playlist, pretty much, of all these YouTube videos. Most of them are going to be music. A lot of them are going to be one person's videos. Like Seven Bomar, I'm on a Seven Bomar kick. A few years ago, it was Bobby Hemet. I watched Bobby Hemet videos for like a whole year. My Twitter was just likes of, like the Bobby Hemet video, like the Bobby Hemet video. Like the Bobby Hemet video. Then it was Brother Panic. Like the Brother Panic video. Like the Brother Panic video. Not Seven Bomar. Oh shit, nigga. Yeah, so anyway, if you like the you like if you follow the Twitter, you will get YouTube recommendations of shit that I'm watching in real time and usually shit I watch is pretty high vibration or it's weird and that's cool too music's cool I don't know I can't say my music choices are extremely high vibration but some of them are either way it's a fun follow and I'm really just scrounging to get over 950 again I think it's beneficial for you and for me I need to get over 950 and you need <laughs> you get to I get to get over 950 and you get to follow me how about that episode 73 you tweeted you mean it followers I want to clap us out